Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. A few quick little prefaces before we jump into this one. If you're watching on YouTube, we're trying to keep Micah asleep, so hang in there with us, but actually enjoy <laughs> the show. And secondly, we are picking up on our new devotional titled 21 Days of Discipleship. There's a link mm -hmm. to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. But in full transparency, we haven't fully vetted the entire thing yet, so we might do a few days here a few days there a few days here and yep. there and so anyways we're excited to check out some discipleship stuff because tori and i we have i'm literally mm -hmm. in austin to be discipled yes tori has her people that disciple her and yep. we encourage you all to have people that are discipling you so this is such a great topic for this season but the scripture's all up in this devo so tori's gonna take it from here let's do it the devotional is titled in the beginning and it starts with john 1 1 that says in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. If you're familiar with the Bible, this verse may be pretty recognizable. If not, don't worry. It's not a hidden secret. In fact, it echoes the very first line on the first page of Scripture. Genesis 1-1 says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. So why does John, one of Jesus' closest friends, open his book about Jesus with a reference to Genesis? He was showing us right up front who he believed Jesus was. John believed Jesus was God. How did he come to this conclusion? A conclusion that in his day may have gotten him killed, and in ours is considered at least a little radical. Well, John followed Jesus. As a teenager, he became Jesus's student, and over the course of three years, he shadowed Jesus's every move and hung on his every word. At the end of those three years, based on all he had seen and heard, John came away completely convinced that Jesus Christ was the Son of God and the Savior of the world. We aren't going to spend three years looking at Jesus in this Bible plan, but we will spend the next three weeks reliving John's journey. Through this journey, he'll lead us on the same path he walked and almost dare us to lean in and see all Jesus claimed to be and what he did to back up those claims. Here's the deal. If Jesus was all he claimed to be, Son of God, Savior of the world, no big deal, and really did what he said he would do, like, I don't know, rise from the dead, then we better pay attention. Because Jesus didn't just claim to be a great teacher. He literally claimed to be God in human form. And he has invited all of us to come follow him. What will you say? Yeah, I'm already feeling convicted about this. As you were reading it, I, I'm obsessed with John 1, by the way. Yeah. Like, like I love the first few verses. And then when you jump down to verse 14, it says, and the word became flesh. Mm -hmm. And so we see so much transparency about who Jesus is and that he is God. And when you think about other former world leaders like Gandhi and stuff like that, these people are what you would call like a good teacher, I mm -hmm. guess. But when it comes to Jesus, there's a really great book called liar lunatic or lord because whenever someone claims to be god they're either lying they're crazy or they truly are lord yeah. and for us we as believers we do believe that he is lord and so i'm not following some nice teaching 
I'm following God. Right. And there's such a heavy responsibility that comes along with that now because mm-hmm. I'm not signing up for college where I can flunk out of class and no big deal. Yeah. I'm following my creator. I'm following the man who came and died for all of us. Right. And so there's such a different relationship when it comes to knowing him because I'm, I'm knowing God. I'm not just knowing some teachings. Right. And so this is already making me want to better represent him. Yeah. Because sometimes you can kind of fall into that life rhythm of like, okay, I have my friends, I have my church, I have my relationship, I have my job, you know, and I have my own personality stuff. And then, you know, everything's kind of separate and we kind of live that way a little bit. But if we are truly following the living God, yeah, then we need to, that needs to permeate every single part of our life where mm-hmm. we're not just practicing good teaching There's a big difference between the religiosity of that and the intimate relationship of knowing our father who is God and walking like that. So I hope I'm making sense on that, but I'm feeling like a greater desire to honor him in every part of my life versus Mm -hmm. just kind of practice some, some nice teachings here and there because he is Lord. Yeah, that's so good. I feel like discipleship is something I became more passionate about the older I got. I feel like as I was younger I was like oh I believe because I believe but I think that's a dangerous way of living because you don't want to take like one piece or nugget of wisdom and be like all right now I'm just gonna live my life because discipleship is the daily devotion to learning more about Jesus and Chad and I have said this before but like if Jesus were to invite you to coffee, like, would you say yes? Would you miss that appointment? And we have to remember that he invites us to get to know him better every single day. Every day and in every part of our life. Yes. And how often do we miss that appointment because we're too busy and we prioritize other things because we don't see Jesus in the flesh, but like, it honestly makes me kind of emotional how many times Jesus has invited me in Mm -hmm. and I know he's inviting me in and I don't take the invitation because like something else comes up and I encourage all of you today to not miss your appointment with Jesus because it's the most important hour. It's the most important time of your day. And I can tell you it's more important than anything else that you would prioritize above it. And it's going to change your life because getting to know Jesus is not just a one day thing. It's an everyday thing. Mm -hmm. And it's something that we're going to continually need to do for the rest of our life until we meet him. Yeah. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Yeah. It was like, now I feel like a greater respect that he is pouring into my life and wanting a relationship with me. And there are days I was, I do exactly what you're saying where Mm -hmm. I miss the appointment. I miss the coffee time, you know, you know what I mean? But anyways, Mm -hmm. are you for me to pray sign out? I am. Lord, thank you for the sweet time that we can spend with you. And thank you for reminding us about the importance of not neglecting spending time with you, God. Lord, thanks so much for desiring a committed relationship from us, God, because you know, it's for our own good. And help us to realize that. And Lord, please forgive us for the times that we have missed our appointments with you. Thank you for the grace that you show us, Lord. Would you open up our eyes and our minds and our hearts 
to desire more time with you because we know it's going to be fruitful. Any time that we have with you, God, will not be time wasted and help us to not make you our last priority, but make you our first, God. We love you so much. We pray this in your son's heavenly name. Amen. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Au revoir.